Welcome into Inside LAFC. I am Max. Always wonderful to join you. A lot going on. In particular, the season closing in April 17th will be here. Before you know it, we're about to hit the month of April. So get ready for some actual football to watch, to see. As we uh, get ready for that, a lot of stuff comes down the pike, including our new community jersey, the Heart of Gold Community Kit. Uh, I got mine yesterday, made a little visit to LAFC HQ. It's, it's incredible the, to, to walk in there and see all the colors now with the Heart of Gold jersey, the, 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 the pink pullovers that uh, are flying off the racks. Go out and check it out, and obviously with our traditional black and gold colors through and through and uh this heart of gold jersey is is obviously a huge deal it's something you're going to see on the field we're going to talk about it here on inside lafc with a couple gentlemen you know quite well in the lafc family marcus mcdougall uh of course lafc marcus who is a vp of creative branded content he is everywhere with his camera collecting uh and he is he's truly is an artist if you've seen his work and of course, Pat Aviles, who is Le Artiste, director of Brandon Community, who is a big part. And really, when you think of Heart of Gold, I don't think of a bigger heart than Pat's on our club. And he is one of a kind. Both these guys are incredible. And we will talk to them about uh, the jersey, what it means, and what it means for our community and the incredible couple days they had getting those jerseys out to those people in our city that protect us, that are on the front line fighting COVID, you name it. It really is a, uh, it was, it, it was an incredible rollout. I'll put it that way. And you can check it out certainly on LAFC.com and all the social media handles. And with that, they are now ready to take on the season. I know Bob and the squad have a couple uh, scrimmages coming up. They will be training hard. I look forward to speaking to Bob very soon and, Share that here on Inside LAFC. We also have some big news. I know I keep saying that, but it's coming. And uh, Vince LaRosa, who's always listening. I know it, we, we'll have a chit-chat as well, my friend, but some some big happenings and really excited after the work that's been put in on this podcast. And thank you for all the wonderful support and those folks who listen on a regular basis, thinking about you and what a thrill it is to have something like this that uh, we get to bring the club to you, but we know that's an obligation as well. You can listen to a lot of places, but we want to be the uh, resource where you get the inside information, where you get as prepared as possible when you get to watch an LAFC game. We will have you ready for it. Some news to share, as I tend to do. International week. So what happened? Well, the USA didn't qualify for the Olympics. And... Uh, it, is a, it was a tough situation. As a USA fan, it's like the fourth Olympics that not going. But, you know, it shouldn't be a referendum for the game here. It's a big setback. People have to be held responsible. We've really got to go about it a little differently. But, you know, the we have an under-23 side currently being in the senior level that is a, a talent group that I have never quite seen its like. But we'll have to see if they can – deliver the goods in some big games coming up in the summer in the Nations League where they'll get another shot at Honduras. By the way, para la, la comunidad Catracho en Los Angeles, felicidades. Honduras going back to the Olympics. They made the semifinals last time out. And uh, we'll see if they can do it again. But that's a, a program that works hard and developing good young players and can not only wish enough good things to them. And congratulations to Mexico as well. They always go to the Olympics. They won it. In, they got the gold medal in 2012. 
And uh, good luck to both of them uh, representing CONCACAF. That said, I don't think I'm going to be up at 2 a.m. watching Olympic soccer. I'm sorry, I said it. <laughs> it's because it's in Tokyo. I'll watch some games. But uh, Olympic soccer, it's, it's, it's down the pecking order for me because uh, it's kind of a mix of senior team and youth team and mostly twenty under 23s. I still watch it. I watch everything. But uh, we'll have a busy Nations League World Cup. And, uh, of course, the Gold Cup and the Euro. Oh, the European Championship is going to be fantastic. few of our guys involved in the International Week. Uh, this is from a couple of weeks back, but Tomas Romero, who uh, is uh, the young goalkeeper brought in. He started for El Salvador in those Olympic qualifiers. They didn't get to the semifinals. Also on that El Salvador team, Josh Perez, who played for us there in 2019. Uh, he actually had a couple, I think he had a couple goals in that last game. And there's this great footage of him in tears because he missed the one and his teammates are trying to console him. But we miss Josh. He's a, a, just a good, good footballer and good dude overall. And uh, we, pull, we pull for El Salvador as well. And we hope they can continue in World Cup. They're involved in World Cup qualifying, as was Canada. And uh, Mark Anthony Kay was with Canada. Uh, they were impressive in their two games. They beat the Cayman Islands. It's the Cayman Islands, we know, but I think they put 11 goals on them. And Mark Anthony had two of them. So Canada, who in this new qualifying, have to go about it the hard way. So in CONCACAF, there's 35 members. The top five members, according to FIFA, get a double bye. Six, which was El Salvador, and seven, Canada, and the rest of the nations have to go through qualifying in the first round and then the, those who win their groups go to the next round so it is basically you want to finish you want to be fifth in the fifa rankings and don't let anyone tell you the fifa rankings don't matter just ask canada and el salvador and honduras who are fifth they matter a lot because now those nations can wait and by the time the five teams wait for three teams to make them and once they get there, that final stage, it's not like you have to have a game and you might get eliminated. No, you'll get a full docket of 14 games. So there is a margin for error. So it's a really good situation if you're ranked in the top five CONCACAF teams. So Thomas Romero, Mark Anthony K. what about Brian Rodriguez? Well, we're keeping an eye on Brian and he has made, I think started three of the last four games for Almeria, who are in the second division in Spain. They are playing well, and again, as a reason I bring you this, is Brian doing well there is good for LAFC and their players. Brian is one of them. And if Almeria get promoted, and right now they are one point off the lead in the Spanish Segunda, and clearly by him starting, he's not playing full 90 minutes, but maybe that's the next thing. He hasn't scored goals, but the coaches there are have to be happy, and since his arrival, they're getting the results. So good news on that front also as we pull for our guys who have been very busy and now they'll certainly in the case of Thomas and Tomas and Mark Anthony get ready to continue the process towards getting ready for Austin FC on the 17th. If you're listening to the podcast, drop us a note too. Drop it at my Twitter handle, uh, Max Bredos Sports. We want to hear from you about what is the away day you want to go to. Only one Eastern Conference team. That's an Atlanta road trip. And uh, we have Austin. We have San Jose. We have Portland, Seattle. And hopefully we, there won't be many restrictions by the time that season's really into the flow of it. But where do you want to go on your away day? That's the question. Go to Max Bredos Sports. 
This is Inside LAFC. Again, subscribe. We appreciate your support. When I return, we'll have LAFC Marcus, LAFC Pat, talking Heart of Gold jersey. This is Inside LAFC. Welcome back to Inside LAFC and uh, some massive news. and What an incredible rollout for the new Heart of Gold jersey for the, the community kit for 21-22. And uh, seeing these shirts on the back of LAFC fans, not only that, but the big rollout to get it to teachers, emergency personnel, firefighters, doctors, and uh, you can check out the photos on our website and just check it out uh, on all our social media handles. It's very cool. We've seen a lot of people wearing that beautiful new shirt and two gentlemen that were a big part of the creation and the rollout. Join us now for the first time on Inside LAFC. Marcus McDougald, our VP of Creative Branded Content. Everyone knows LAFC Marcus. And now it's complete. You are on Inside LAFC. Oh, well, I am, I am truly honored, especially to be uh, joined on here with uh, the legendary LAFC Pat. So I feel like I'm in, uh, in fine company. This is, uh, this is pretty rad. Thanks for having me. Pat's been on here before, but I would have Pat all the time because Pat's everywhere. I believe there's two Pat Aviles, as director of branding <laughs> community. And uh, it's, it's pretty special because you guys are here from the beginning. You guys got to be tired of each other. Do you, I mean, you're going to have some uh, drag them out fights at some point. <laughs> maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe a while ago, but I, I don't know. I miss, I miss Pat. I, I, I don't see him enough these days. Oh I, what yeah. about you, Pat? I mean, be honest. Come on. Come on. No, I agree. I, I think we only, we've only bumped heads less than a handful of times, man. I think I, I, every I, time it's all in, in good creative fun. You are just, uh, you guys are both rays of light and I gravitate towards you as I do to most of the people with LAFC. It's my favorite place I've ever worked because it's just so much goodness and uh, just everything's real. And by the way, I was at LAFC HQ and I saw Rachel Carroll for a few minutes and Andy Benson and those interactions from safe distance, even for two minutes, filled me with such joy. So I hope we can do that in person a little bit more often, but we're we're gonna do our due diligence uh, until then but let's talk about uh the heart of gold jersey i got mine it looks spectacular it's more the jersey we'll talk about the importance of the jersey the shirt but marcus um just to the relevance of this this project and the relevance of this jersey to be released what does it mean to you and what does it mean for the club yeah well i think it's just um this project is is been an, a a great opportunity for us to really reflect on on where our hearts are um, as an organization, where our commitment is as an organization. You know, this uh, jersey is our community kit. Um, and uh, when we'll talk about that designation, I'm sure at some point, um, or nomenclature, if you will. Um, but, uh, but I think, I think, you know, for us, this was a really great opportunity to acknowledge um, in this moment, the people who are really committed committed to getting LA back on its feet, and um, this has been a, an extremely tough time for uh, for everybody. Um, and you know, we've endured quite a bit um, over the past, say, 12, 14 months. And so, you know, we just saw this as really an opportunity to actually um, sort of redirect a, a bit of the the storyline, which was actually started in the process with. The, with Adidas quite a few years ago and, and, com- and, and redirect it towards uh, uh, the moment and, and something that's tr- truly dear to our hearts. Uh, so yeah, yeah, it's been, it's been an amazing experience uh, and it's been, you know, incredible working alongside Pat on this. 
when you guys are immersed in, in community, and that was always like the, 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 the main pillar. And when I arrived at the club, which was year one, but it was already three years into the process, we knew that was clearly defined. And, and Pat, I, if, if people don't know what you do, and I know the LAFC family all knows uh, uh, more or less your role, but it, it, it may just scratch the surface of how often you're, I remember the first, you, there was a game in Sacramento and I met you and then you introduced me to all the supporters and I'm like, oh, and then everyone knew who you were. So community is, is massive. So when you see a shirt that's uh, dedicated to the community that represents us and holds us up via that pillar, what does that mean to you? Yeah, uh, this was a, I would have to say one of the proudest projects that I've worked on at LAFC. Um, not only just the symbol of it, but the people that I got to work with. Um, but really, I think it, for a lot of people this last year, going through all the challenges of the pandemic and, and the social justice challenges, challenges that we all faced, it was a time for everybody to reflect, like, what are we actually about? What are, what are companies really about? What are people and organizations about? Are they just saying that they're a force for good? Or are they actually doing stuff and putting action behind it? Um, and so I think LAFC, we took that opportunity to really have those, you know, difficult conversations within your within the company itself with each other. And so we wanted to come up with, you know, not only just marketing phrases or marketing campaigns, but real actions that we're going to be doing all year long uh, to give back and to honor those people in the community that um, really make LA special. That's an interesting point. And Marcus, I'll, I'll pass it on to you is everyone wants to be connected to the community. It's easy to say, and you'll say community is number one, and then they'll get to the business. And I, I'm, I'm just speaking hypothetically. I don't know exactly who, but everyone wants that. It's important to have a healthy club, but it's, it's more than just saying it. Uh, so how does, what have you seen from our club that has been able to make those connections so strong and obtain a, a really rock solid community uh, identity? Yeah, well, I think it's I think it's a good point. It's in in to Pat's point. It's it takes a lot more than just talking about it. And I think you know, in order to do that, you actually um, have to be not only just reflective of the community, but be the community. Um, I think you know the dialogue that we have with our supporters, with our fan base, the level of uh, collaboration that we've had over the years that has really influenced everything from even sort of you know. Uh, our in-stadium experience to, you know, even early on, you know, down to our crest. Like, I think that level of collaboration uh, is critical. And that's the only way that you can truly um, capture, I think, the spirit of what a city is, is by being built by the people themselves. So you, you got to get that right. You got to get, and look, I know when there was a crest and everything, it must be a thousand checks and balances to go, how do we get this Right. What is the, I don't know if there's a, a perfect answer, Pat, but wh what is it to make sure I go, okay, whatever we do, whether it's this shirt, whether it's that crest, whether it's certain projects to have outreach, uh, what is the process to make sure you get it right? Just your internal checklist to, to, to make sure this is the right way. Yeah, no, that's a good question. I think what's, what's really worked for us so far in the, you know, our short lifespan of the club um, that has really resonated in the community is kind of a couple different checkpoints. The first one being, are we talking to our fans and our supporters about it? Do we kind of throw the idea to them and get their feedback? Um, Cause I mean, 
that that's it all starts with the fans that's the most important um the second thing is what is the actual physical action from a grassroots perspective are we doing behind this initiative or campaign or program um you know when when we started back in 2015 working just building this club and and you know creating the momen momentum of fandom for lafc we took a very grassroots approach and it was going out to bars and talking to people who love watching global football. It was going out to, you know, Griffith park or other areas in the city where people play pickup soccer or adult soccer leagues and talking to them about why they love the culture of fo global football. Um, so if we're not doing that and we're just sitting behind our computers or sitting in the office, um, then we're not doing enough. We have to be out there. We have to be making these physical, you know, having these physical conversations, making these connections and getting that kind of pulse with the people in the city. That's hard to do. So is it, is it Pat, is it like almost walking up to those, a, a group of guys, Hey, you guys interested in football? We see you kicking the ball around. We see you watching some games. It was, it, was it that, I mean, you say grassroots, it's basically to the back to the basics and just having a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I guess you could look at it as hard to do, but for so many of us in the repetitively, office, it certainly is. I mean, you could do it once, but if you're doing it every day, it's it's. I want to say hard to do, but it's it can be it can certainly squeeze the most out of a day on a regular basis for you. Oh, for sure, I've, I've definitely put a fair amount of miles on my car in the couple of years working here, um, just driving all the way around LA. But I mean, for so many of us, like you know, Max, and even yourself in the office, we live, breathe, and eat football and the whole culture around it. So it's actually, you know, it's just fun. And it's, you know, something we're passionate about to go out and have these conversations with people. And I think what we've really enjoyed is seeing the different avenues that football touches, you know, like whether it's art, whether it's, you know, the physicality of it, whether it's the, you know, um, even music or anything like that. Like there's so many avenues that global football touches and so many of those things in Los Angeles are, are filled with creative people and people that have, you know, passionate opinions. So it's, it's great. Every time we have the conversation, we learn something new or we find a new way to make a, a deeper impact with what we're going to do. It's, it's, just, it's just an amazing sport in that way. And we've barely scratched the surface on those layers to see the support culture, to see just those cool elements that would I think anybody would gravitate to. And LAFC have done a great job and have raised the standard. And I like what you said about us being all fans of the game and Marcus, we all are. And in there's a, there's a challenge. Maybe it, it, there has to be a challenge about creating something that's true to the sport, but also hits those tones for the community and everything that Pat just mentioned uh, that you can kind of put in that pot to have this incredible, uh, this, this incredible creation at the end as how do you balance that where you, you're looking at the sport? It's gotta be true. It's, or maybe how much, how much of that do you balance? Or is it a lot or a little for the sport and to combine it with a community where it just, it, it fits? That's, that's a great question. And actually those were the two filters early on. I even remember back at our old office at one point having the filters, you know, on the wall and just sort of hearing that over and over again um, was, you know, is it true to the city? Is it true to football? And it at least has to be one of those, like in a very strong way. 
And I think it doesn't necessarily always, always have to be both of those um, to the furthest you know, uh, degree, but making sure that ultimately um, it, it really speaks to one of those and then understanding at the moment, depending on the project, which one is more important that it speaks to. So um, we've definitely, uh, you know, from the very early on been inspired by the world's game uh, you know, early morning rising, watching EPL matches, pints. I mean, that that's not hard work. Let's be real here. That's like that's <laughs> research and development, you know, all over the city. Um, Put in the expense and, report R&D. Yeah, yeah. Those, those were the early days. We <laughs> Different Some different situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 no, really, like, um, you know, again, true to the world's game, true to its expression here in the United States. Um. You know, I think we ha- we do have a sort of a unique, you know, early early bird, uh, you know, culture here for 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 football and, sure. and you, you got to get up at four a.m. or you're gonna yes. miss it. Totally, totally. So I think that there was a lot to that. It, it, it wasn't like extremely scalable, but it like rooted us with the people who really care about the game the most. Um, and so that was really important for us at the very be- you know very early and still is. Um, speak to people who already get it and who are passionate about it and, and, and get them involved and, and give them room to create with you. Um, and that just was kind of a force multiplier over time. And, and we were surrounded by like the coolest people who wanted to see what they had experienced in other places here in their own city. And, and uh, it's, been, it's been an amazing journey. See, my problem with the 4 a.m. pints is it's never a pint. Uh, once, you, no. once you've committed to one, and then it's followed by a cracking nap, usually yeah. around 10 or 11, which is too early to have a nap, but there you go. It's good living. And just to follow up, and I mean, this is not what I, I but I'm curious, and I know it's not really, uh, it doesn't have anything to do, to do with our, our current conversation, but going back to the reach out, and, uh, the grassroots uh, activities that you did, is it safe? I mean, when, you, when we got announced that we we're gonna have an expansion team, did you guys meet and it was like starting with zero? Uh, supporters and it was like one person you got on board and that became two and that became four is that I mean, is that kind of how it all started i mean we we were fortunate at that time that we had inherited a few supporters from the old team that was in la that didn't work out so <laughs> <laughs> we we got those guys and those girls and that was a good core actually, group then that was and they were okay they were it, it's kind of a two-parter so basically we have we have that group that came along or those groups that came along, which were super influential and, and part of our history and in, in building from scratch from the beginning, because here you have this group of supporters that have been doing it in the league for a couple of years and had experience and know that that world and that culture. So they were ready and they're ready to bring it to the blank slate that we have. But then at the same time, we had a crop of a whole new people coming at the, you know, that were interested, that were, not supporters of even maybe MLS teams at all before um, that had all these new ideas and this fresh take. Um, so it was kind of these two meetings of the minds that uh, that really kind of blended together and then started forming the foundation for what we have today. That's a eureka moment. I've had a lot of conversations with our support group that say, yeah, I never, A, I never watched soccer, but now I'm into this. So LAFC is now a conduit to the sport, which is great for everyone. And there was a lot of people that say, I, I'm into LAFC, I'm here, but I never really watched MLS, which is a, is a massive moment for, because this, this is happening in a lot of clubs, a massive moment 
for the league because you know yeah. you have to if you're an LAFC supporter you have to know what's happening elsewhere and my proxy you kind of learn about your rivals you learn to dislike them but you watch them and you know who's plays for them so it's just an it's an incredible snowball effect uh that uh, it's going to pay off in a in a big way i know uh, moving forward uh marcus how is it so we know this is a community shirt how are we going to see it once the season starts and you can get these now you can check lafc.com and order your your heart of gold jersey i got mine it looks spectacular i can't wait to wear it out I feel like a million bucks wearing it, but where can we see the heart of gold Jersey within the club? Yeah. I mean, uh, aside from you, obviously looking spectacular in it and sporting. <laughs> I said, I feel spectacular. Well, but... you, you look spectacular too. I just wanted to clarify that. Okay, um, thank you. But yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think, you know, you're definitely going to see these, these kits on the pitch. I think, um, you know, Pat probably knows a little bit more on the details of that than I do, but ultimately, you know, this is our, our community kit. So you're going to be seeing these jerseys on the pitch uh, on a regular basis and um, you know, throughout our community. So, um, and you're going to notice these, you know, these colors uh, throughout our creative and uh, they're, you know, a part of our, of our ecosystem, our color ecosystem. So we're, we're really excited um, to really embrace uh, what we've created here and are tr truly proud of, of uh, what we've managed to do collectively uh, because it's been the hard work, uh, blood, sweat, and tears of a lot of dedicated people uh, over the past uh, couple of years. So uh, just uh, really honored to be able to participate and, and to be able to work with so many talented people. So you'll be able to see the LFC players wearing this jersey throughout the season too, and you'll see the supporters, and I think you'll see them everywhere. And I should have asked this earlier, but and you guys can both. I'll start with Pat. You guys can both chime in. But what does "heart of gold" mean to you? And I know it's important to these aren't just words. This is uh, it's it's something much bigger than that. But "heart of gold," why that? Yeah, I think you know. Always in my life, when I've heard the expression "heart of gold," that just brings to me the notion of caring and selflessness and giving so you know flash forward to here where we're in this year of everything's up in limbo we're all at home there's a pandemic going on i think it was very obvious to see that there are certain people amongst us in our society that have those hearts of gold that give more than others that even sacrifice a lot of their own time family time resources life all, all that stuff just to take care of others and to give back. So that was kind of a natural fit where we're like, Hey, and, and Marcus can speak more to this, but we even had a different idea for what this Jersey was going to mean a year ago. It was actually going to symbolize something else, but we actually took this opportunity to take a, take a breath and realize, Hey, we got to do something to honor those people in our, in our community who are healthcare givers, who are essential workers, who are getting us through the pandemic that we're living right now. An important adjustment, Marcus. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, you know, if you go back to say day one when we were talking about our colors and you were to ask us in 2017, 18, what, you know, the colors black and gold represented, when we talked about gold, it was really the the success of our city and the, and the aspiration, right? The aspiration toward that success and the black, um, you know, representing the, the strength and texture of our streets. And I, I think, you know, obviously during these extremely tough times, um, it, it, it presented a, a moment of reflection for us to really truly evaluate um, what the core elements of our identity stood for. And 
Um, we've all sort of experienced, you know, um, you know, the difficulties of these times in different ways. Uh, we've experienced uh, loss in our community. You know, we've got folks, you know, on the front line who are, are dedicated to trying to get us back. And, you know, when we think about gold as a material, um, we think about what it takes to actually create gold. It's, it's, it takes tension, it takes pressure, it takes heat. It's, you know, those, those, um, uh, those, th those environments are very sort of emblematic of, I think, of what a lot of people are going through now. So we just hope that this jersey is um, really uh, emblematic of, you know, uh, our resilience as, as a community, our ability to shine, um, even under uh, intense circumstances and ultimately celebrate those who are really worth uh, so much more than oftentimes they are given credit for. It's an amazing place we live in and, and, you, and you feel it. And they always, this, this city always finds a way to look out for each other and heal. It's not perfect, obviously, but these are, these are means in which you, uh, and clubs and not just LFC, there's other, in other companies that go above and beyond to do that. And I know Pat, you had a chance these we saw it the jerseys being presented to those essential workers and firefighters you were there as well so what was that like to to see their reaction once they received this this beautiful shirt uh, that was honestly the best part i mean a uh, big thank you to our our partnerships team kelly martiel natalia and devin and rebecca they did a phenomenal job helping me find some of these candidates um, and shout out to Lindsay and Max on our membership team as well. Um, you know, we, we reached out to the LA Fire Department because we had worked with their foundation in the past on some other community initiatives. So I was like, all right, great, let's get some firefighters. And it was so awesome because they put us directly in touch with the fire station that is local to the Bank of California Stadium. The same guys and girls that service our stadium whenever they need to. Um, so we went down to Fire Station 15 right there on Hoover Street. Uh, early in the morning and uh, we met up with with a couple of firefighters there and we actually asked like hey it would be even better if you know not only are they you know heroes in our community but if they happen to be LAFC fans too they're really going to get a kick out of this jersey or out of this gift um, so we met up with three of the firefighters there who are all big LAFC fans I think two of them were telling me that they have young kids that are playing soccer and just super excited to get deeper into you know the culture and the sport themselves and so, you know, I was there with Ahmad and with Joe, uh, our cameraman and photographer, and, you know, have this, this black box or these three black boxes just in my arms, and they have no idea what they're getting themselves into. And, uh, and so I, you know, kind of, as we start rolling, I tell them, you know, listen, we want to take this time as a club that is very focused on community to thank you guys for all the sacrifices you've made whether it's responding to COVID-19 emergencies, whether it's the wildfires that have been going on even more frequently in the last couple of years. Um, you guys are out there literally putting your lives on the line, keeping other people in our community safe. So we have this jersey that we are dedicating to you and to other healthcare and essential workers. And I'm beyond proud to present it to you. So I give them the box. I heard that. They, it was, we heard it on the thing. It was, like, it was pretty <laughs> touching to hear you say that and you see the reaction from them as well. It was cool. It was so cool to watch them. Like I felt like a dad on Christmas watching his kids open presents, you know, like they, they pop open the box, they pull out the Jersey, they lift it up. And it's that perfect shot of them, you know, like wide eyed and, you know, even behind their masks, you can see like a big smile per peeking out. 
Um, and they're just, they're so stoked. And I think it was, you know, you know, maybe, it, maybe it's just my thought here, but I think they were just more happy with the gesture than even the look of the Jersey. And the Jersey that's saying a lot because the Jersey looks amazing, but uh, it's, it, it's some, it's, it's a, it's, it seems like a small gesture, but there's so more to it because that's something they're going to wear. That's something that they're going to talk to their friends about. That's something that is going to, you know, just from our club's perspective that, you know, other people are going to look at and say, you know, I, I want one of those and I want to be part of this club. And that's really how we started all, you know, Marcus, it's a, it's, I, I, for instance, I was at big bear skiing this weekend and I had my, my ski helmet because I don't want to crash and hit my head. Uh, and I had an LAFC sticker on the side comes by LAFC cap, another one, LAFC cap, LAFC shirt over his jacket or his, and, and then, I forgot. I think Sean, he was in the 3252 and I, we were talking, I was like, Hey, we were, but there it's as it a brand, it's really everywhere. I mean, as, as, I mean, and this is, I'm comparing it to like NFL and major league baseball teams. You see people in these shirts, these jerseys, these hats in LA. And I'm pretty sure probably beyond the city as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. No, it's, it's exciting to see the growth of it and the, the extension of it. Um, I think that, um, you know, people are, are always searching for ways to connect ways to, to, to identify and ways to connect with, with a, a, a group. Um, and I think that that's really what we've tried to focus on is giving them ways to, to do that. And, and I think, creating gear that is wearable is uh, a big part of that as well. So, you know, we, we generally keep it pretty tight. We're, you know, in a pretty say fashion forward uh, for the lack of a better word city. And so we like to keep things clean and simple and, you know, um, no knock to any other teams, but black and gold is like super wearable. Um, so, you know um, you know, I think we're really fortunate, fortunate to have those colors. Hey, we're, we're a couple of weeks away from the start of the season. You guys have to be pretty pumped to actually watch some games. So stoked. So what, stoked. What's ex, what excites you most about the new season? Because I mean, this is going to be a cathartic moment for so many people. Uh, we'll find out about what's going to happen with the stadium and how many fans. We don't know any detail. I mean, we probably all know something, but I don't. We don't share anything. But we, we hear what the city and the and the state are saying. But it's going to be regardless of what that looks like to kick that ball after 2020 has got to be something that uh, uh, we're chomping at the bit for anything you're looking for in particular, Pat. Yeah, man, it's, it's going to be so exciting. I know it's going to be extremely emotional for a lot of people, um, myself included. It's almost, I was having this talk with somebody that it's almost like we get a second shot at opening the bank again, kind of a similar feeling that we had in 2018 of people walking in there and they're going to be kind of wide eyed and looking around at everything like, almost as if it was the first time um, just because it's been so long. So I'm super excited just to see a big group of people together rooting for the same thing, cheering and excited about the same thing. And then that pivotal moment when we score a goal and everybody just loses. When we score a goal. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, it's, it's going to be awesome. I can't wait for that day. I'm getting goosebumps right now Mm -hmm. thinking about it. Marcus running around uh, the stadium again to do that. It's going to, this going to be a really nice feeling for you. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm as I'm looking forward so much to getting back to the stadium and, and, and having that stadium full. I mean, we do it like, like no other. 
I'm also really looking forward to getting back on the road, um, you know, with our supporters and continuing, you know, that, that checklist of, you know, conquering, you know, every, every market um, and, you know, just really getting out there in, in, in those away days are seriously to this day, still some of my f- most famous and or famous, most favorite and most cherished uh, moments with the club. So I, I look forward to that just as much. I'm gonna have to schedule a couple. I don't know if I'm gonna go on all of them, but I'll go on a I'll go on a, a couple here. So I even will. look, even if it's West Coast, like you're 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 sitting really good if you can get to San Jose, if you can get to Portland, if you can get to Seattle. That like those those cities are gonna really give you um, some of your best experiences, uh, you know, with with our supporters. In my personal opinion, uh, so yeah, let's make it a thing. Let's get let's see Max in rare form. I was in, I did the Portland one in 2019 and that was is unforgettable. Uh, and I think we really got to kick the tires on the earthquakes. Uh, yeah. they, they haven't been as competitive. I think they're going to start getting there. They did beat us last season. So that's going to add some salt to our wound. So that's going to keep us engaged with that. Certainly. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's just proximity. So uh, I think that that's one that's really intriguing. We had, you know, the anniversary of the invasion from not too long mm-hmm. ago. We have the one East Coast team in Atlanta. I was I I remember going to that one in 2018, and it was the result wasn't great, but it was yeah. it was truly a, a remarkable event. And then Austin in the new club, which will be we'll, we'll travel to them. So we have we have some options, and we hope as the year goes on, things get better, people get vaccinated, and uh, this COVID gets goes away. Yeah, I hope we hope, but we're all doing our best to do it. Hey guys, this was awesome, and uh, I appreciate your time, and I can't wait to see you again in person. And be shoulder to shoulder, uh, literally and figuratively, <laughs> with you at the I'm stadium or on the away days. I miss you guys. I can't wait to see you both. Oh. Likewise, likewise, guys. It's Marcus. Uh, yeah, yeah. Looking Sorry, forward I cut you to off. it. No, no, no. It's good. I, I'm looking forward to it. I, I it just doesn't doesn't happen enough. And uh, you know, I'm hoping. I'm really counting the days at this point. So, Marcus McDougal, LAFC, Marcus Pat Avilas. LAFC Pat here on Inside LAFC. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. Tell a friend, and we're going to get you ready for the season, which will be here before you know it. Everyone have a great day, and show us your heart of gold.